Okay, we are rolling. I freaking am becoming obsessed with filming these podcasts. Like, I'm not even kidding you. Like, I am looking forward to them so much. So I think this is good for me. You know what I mean? Today, we are talking about something that is so near and dear to my heart. Okay, I love talking about confidence. If you've met me, you've probably realized this about me. I freaking love talking about confidence. I think that it's something that I have struggled with since I was younger. And so being where I am now just feels so good. And I want, I don't want anyone to feel the way I did when I was younger. And that's why talking about confidence is such like a big thing with me on my TikTok, now on my YouTube and this podcast. Like I love sharing any knowledge I can about this topic because it was just such a big part of me growing up was having a pretty bad time not gonna lie because I didn't have like the confidence that other people had and I was always so like jealous or like I always wanted to be like those people who didn't care what other people thought about them and honestly I don't think I was growing up so I am really excited to get into today's episode about confidence. We are talking about everything. I'm going to be answering some of your guys' questions. I'm going to be telling you guys my like personal stuff that I went through to become where I am right now and my advice and how I kind of like feel like all all the tips I could compile in my brain right now about how I became confident so that you guys, if you're struggling with it, you know, have this as a resource. I hope that through this episode, you guys can like gain something on how to become more confident. And that's kind of the goal. So let's just freaking get into it. Okay. I feel like today's a good day to talk about confidence. Like I'm feeling good right now. If you guys are watching the video version, I'm wearing this like pink crew neck. And I feel like wearing pink just makes me feel really like empowered lately, especially baby pink. I don't know. This might not make any scientific sense at all. But anyway, the first thing that I want to say about confidence and like gaining any sort of like trust in yourself and self-love is that it is literally a journey. So I feel like when a lot of people talk about confidence, they're like, how to become confident? And I guess I'm guilty of that too. But the thing is, is that it's not like a one-time, like you don't just suddenly wake up one day and you're confident or you don't put all this work in and then you're confident for life. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of people view it that way. That is not the case because confidence is like a journey and a roller coaster and it comes in waves, just like happiness, positivity, like any of that stuff is not just gonna stick around once you've kind of mastered it. Okay, and that's the first thing that I want you to know. So even the most confident people feel insecure and have bad days. Like I have been going through a pretty bad slew of days. I don't even know what the word slew means, TBH, but it's not been good. And I feel like a lot of that comes from me lacking on self-care, etc. But like when I don't do all that self-care and stuff, my confidence is so much lower. And like, honestly, just in general, like your mood changes every day. So does how you feel about yourself. Like, I don't have to tell this to you. You guys probably go through this. So the first thing I want you to know is that when you finally like feel confident and then you feel insecure one day, don't think that like you're not doing well because overall confidence is a journey and like it's gonna have your downs, like just like anything else in life. But 
if you stick with it, eventually it'll feel more and more consistent. And that's like the first thing because I feel like everyone just like tries to be confident all the time. Like we want to feel good all the time. And honestly, that is just not how life works. And you have to let yourself feel insecure. You have to let yourself feel, not let yourself feel insecure, but when those feelings come, it's natural and you can accept them and be like, okay, this is a part of life. And I have to acknowledge why I'm feeling this way and then let it pass. But let those feelings happen because if you just try to push away every negative feeling, every insecurity, every everything, it's just not gonna feel real. You know what I mean? So that's the first thing I just wanted to bring up. I'm gonna kind of talk about me, how I've kind of grown up. So to start it off, I was not a confident person, kid, whatever. I think that like when I was an actual kid kid, I didn't really know what's going on like most kids. So my thoughts on confidence and insecurities didn't come until I was like, I don't know, in middle school, I want to say, maybe even late elementary school. Like, that's when I started to think about things more seriously and, like, get insecure about things. I don't think I was insecure before that because here's a fun fact. Insecurities are literally taught to you. They are taught to you. You're not born with them. And you're taught how you should look and how you should act and, like, what you should be insecure about what you should be insecure about by society and like everything you see in the media and everything everyone tells you but you're not born with insecurities which is honestly something that I learned recently or like realized recently that like changed everything for me like that sentence in itself was like a game changer and it just kind of clicked a lot of things and I was like you're right I wasn't born to feel insecure about these things. I just didn't see them in the media or people would make fun of me for certain things. And then I became insecure. Like, I am so done letting anyone else dictate what is beautiful, what is cool, what is anything to me. Because now that I've learned that, I can acknowledge it. And I'm like, now when someone tries to make me insecure about something, I'm like, "Mm." I know that you're just projecting how you feel about yourself onto me, right? So anyway, back to what I was saying. I was not a confident middle schooler and it's because I literally got bullied there's a few things going on in middle school for me one this is gonna this is so weird to talk about but um this is a little bit off topic but basically in my middle school I am half Indian and half white basically and in my middle school this is such a weird mix, but basically half the school was Asian and half the school was white, which is so weird. Like, I don't know how that happened. But anyway, that was my middle school and that's how it was made up. So I felt like I didn't fully fit in with like the Asian crowd because they didn't accept me because I was like part white, but then I didn't fit in with the white kids because probably just because I was awkward, honestly, but I felt like I didn't fit in with like any part of my identity and that kind of sucked because I wasn't fully like anything. Besides that, I got bullied. Um, Not really, but like it was more like, uh, <laughs> why am I getting into my own stories? Okay, I guess that's the point. So I'll tell you guys. Uh, in middle school, I had a few instances where like I can think of and like think back to things that made me traumatized. One, <laughs> one time I was in chorus class and this girl heard me laugh. Now, I have like a very loud laugh and I'm a very loud person. I'm very energetic. And this girl heard me laugh and she literally, she, <laughs> this is so mean. She literally 
like gave me the side eye. I was standing behind her because it's chorus. So we stand on the little stands and I was standing behind her and I laughed at something the teacher said because I'm a little teacher pet. And she looked at her friend and was like, did you hear her laugh? Ew. Guys, I'm literally recording this snippet as I'm editing it because I remember what she actually said. She didn't say, did you hear her laugh? Ew. She said, that is the effing ugliest laugh I've ever heard. So it was so rude. I immediately got so sad. Um, and I never wanted to laugh again. I never want I literally started to like quiet my laugh when I would laugh and I got really insecure because I like cackle when I laugh. Um, and it's bad. So, well, it's not bad. It's actually beautiful and cute. You know what I mean? But it made me feel like it was something to be embarrassed about and new insecurity unlocked. You know what I mean? Like I was like, okay, I'm never going to laugh like that again. Um, <laughs> and I feel like this happens for a lot of people. Like you have an instance where someone points something out on you in a negative way and they try to make fun of it. And you're like, oh, I shouldn't be that way. Like, that's not cool. That's not cute. Like, let me change it. So number one, don't let anyone tell you what is cool or cute because guess what? I think that girl is probably insecure and she projected it onto me. But now I know this and now I'm like, okay, now I'm not going to let that bother me ever again. Like I went to a summer camp once and that was probably the worst experience of my life and my lowest confidence probably ever because I went to this summer camp with a lot of the quote unquote popular people at my middle school. <laughs> I did not fit in. I had no friends to hang out with. It was brutal. They would like come up to me and make these like passive aggressive weird comments, single me out. And like, it was shitty, but, and it definitely destroyed my confidence. Like I remember getting anxiety to go to camp and I literally threw up one morning. They were mean, mean girls. Ugh, the worst. And I mean, they're eighth graders. Like I just realized that middle schoolers are like that. But when you're in the moment and you're like not fitting in with everybody and you start to think like, oh my God, there's something wrong with me. There was nothing wrong with me. Like they were just clicky mean girls. Like that's all it was. And like, this is a tale as old as time. We've heard this a million times. But when you're going through it and you're like singled out and it's like a little environment where you're the only person that doesn't fit in, that is gonna take a toll on you. So that that's probably where my confidence was at its worst. Then I went into high school thinking I wasn't cool. So I didn't really try to branch out, make a lot of friends. I did, my confidence did get better throughout high school. I don't know if it was just like delusion, but I did make like more friends as like sophomore, junior, senior year went on. I became like more comfortable in myself after that. But I don't think that was confidence because at the same time, I feel like I was still basing how I felt about myself on like, the friends that I had. You know what I mean? Like I was still basing how I felt about myself on outside sources, the friends that I had, the clothes that I would wear. I would feel cool if I wore a certain outfit. And like, this is where it wasn't really confident. Didn't become truly confident until college. And I feel like where I'm at now is super good, but it's only happened in the past like year or so during COVID. Like year or two, I guess. Ugh, COVID has lasted so long, guys. I guess we're out of it now, but like two years, I feel like I haven't aged. Anyway, um, yeah, I feel like when I was in college, I still was kind of in that state where like you base how you feel about yourself on the clothes you wear and the friends you have. And like, I was still kind of in that headspace until 2020. Quarantine literally blew me up. I'm not kidding. I like mentally, mentally, I had time to myself to like do things for myself. And I think that was the first time that I was like, I don't want to hang out with people all the time. I want to do things for myself and I want to better myself. And I started doing things for me. And I think that's when my confidence took a 
churn. And honestly, that's kind of been like my journey through it all. I have like so much advice that I've learned through that time period that I will now share with you. Okay, I stopped recording to eat dinner. If you're watching the video, the lighting has clearly changed. So I have notes <laughs> of like things I need to tell you guys. Number one is that even the most confident people get insecure. Even the most confident, like the people on social media that you like idolize and think that they must have the most perfect day every single day, even your happiest, most confident friend, like I cannot stress this enough, everybody gets insecure. And even if you're at a point where you've worked on your confidence so much that you feel like you have grown a lot, you're still going to have those days where you feel like the world is coming down on you, where you don't love things about yourself and you just like curl up into a ball and you're like, what is wrong with me? Like that, those days are not going anywhere. Hopefully they get less frequent, but that's one thing you need to know is that that is a natural part of life and to not push that away. Another thing, this is a huge part of what made me confident. Do things for you do things for you. I cannot stress this enough. My life got so much better when I started doing things that I loved. And not only that, but making time and making it a priority to do things that I loved. I don't care if you have to retreat from your friends and be a bit of a loner for a bit. When you do things for you and prioritize yourself and your self-care and things that you love to do, your life becomes so much better without anybody in it. And that's like when I started to really enjoy my own alone time is when I started to make time for the things that I loved. I really prioritized making videos in quarantine because there wasn't much else to do. I really prioritized working out like things that made me feel good and made me feel like I was growing as a person. I also recently started listening to a lot of podcasts because that also makes me feel like I'm growing as a person. Anything that makes you feel happy, fulfilled, and like you are growing is never a bad thing. And you should make time to prioritize it over constantly hanging out with people, constantly trying to make plans. All I feel like I used to be in the state where I would always try to have plans to go to and I would never just sit and think about my goals what I wanted to work on on myself, the things that I love to do. And when you start doing that, you start growing as a person. Your own life is better without anybody in it. So you become more confident in yourself and you start enjoying the time that you spend alone. And that is such a big part of confidence is being comfortable with yourself and being comfortable with spending time by yourself and loving yourself for who you are. And a big part of that is being able to take care of yourself just some food for thought. Another huge tip, another big one that you don't think impacts you, but I promise you this makes the biggest difference on how you feel over time is how you talk to yourself. I did not think this was as important as it is. Whoever you are listening to this right now, I'm telling you the words you speak to yourself matter. When you're in a group of friends and you randomly go, oh my god, sorry, I'm so stupid. Oh my god, sorry, like I'm... Like, oh, I look so ugly. Like, I feel like it's normal to be self-deprecating now, especially with, like, our generation. But stop. Like, just stop. I'm telling you right now. Because 
when you start talking to yourself like that, you make it normal in your head to think, I really am. Like your subconscious is always listening to you. And if you talk negatively about yourself, I promise you, you are hearing it. You are hearing it and you are subconsciously processing it. And it's how you feel about yourself. So even, even if you don't feel like you're super smart, or even if you feel like you're not beautiful, start telling yourself you are because it makes a fat difference in the long run. I don't even know how to explain this to you because I don't know the science behind it, but I know it works because I thought that was like stupid. Like, okay, like I could call myself dumb, but still like have confidence. Like I could be self-deprecate. No. I was like, it can't really matter that much if I call myself beautiful if I'm not feeling it. But holy crap, guys, it makes a big difference on how you view yourself. How you talk about yourself matters, okay? So when you start talking to yourself in the mirror with friends, etc., don't say anything self-deprecating anymore. Don't make it a norm to do that. You need to treat yourself how you want other people to treat you. So if you want other people to treat you like a queen, a queen is not going to walk around and be like, oh my god, I'm so dumb. I'm so stupid. Like, sorry, I'm so dumb and ugly. Like, it will change how you view yourself so much to start doing affirmations. And I know that like a lot of people say this, but I promise it works. I promise it works. Just every morning in the mirror, list the things that you love about yourself. Tell yourself you're beautiful. Say, I'm worthy. I'm beautiful. I deserve happiness. Happiness radiates and attracts to me. I am attracting fun experiences and new people and fun times. And like, I literally will tell myself this before going out (laughs) when I need a little boost of confidence. But also you should be doing this like every single morning because it literally over time will change the way you feel about yourself. And I stand by that. Another thing that's huge with confidence is getting outside your comfort zone and pushing yourself to try new things. I feel like getting out of your comfort zone helps so much. I don't I don't know what it is, but like psychologically, it just gives you like a fresh start feeling and it really helps you kind of reset your mindset. If you're around people who have been negatively impacting you, it really helps to get out of your comfort zone. But even if you're not, it just helps because you're experiencing new things and you're growing as a person and that's going to make you more confident in yourself because you're going to be like, okay, now I've been through a few things. I know that I am a good person. Like I am learning. I'm smart. I'm capable. It just helps your confidence to go through new experiences. Okay, this is a huge one that I didn't think really plays into how you feel about yourself too much, but wear whatever the heck you want, okay? I feel like I was just following a lot of trends growing up and I was like not really thinking about what's my personal style? What do I like to wear? And now I am paying so much more attention to what clothes make me feel good in my own skin. Not only that, but I'm not even trying to like fit into any clothes anymore. If they don't fit me, they are out. Okay. I don't pay attention to sizing, nothing. I just see what makes me feel good about my body. What feels good on my body? What makes me feel the most confident? What colors? Like colors are a big thing that I didn't know impacted your mood. I love baby pink and I don't like the color red. I don't know why. It just like doesn't sit right with me. I removed like all the red from my wardrobe. I'm not even kidding. I went to Rutgers University, guys. All the merch was red. I got rid of it because you know what? If you're looking in your closet and there are things that don't light you up and make you feel excited to wear them and make you feel your most comfortable and attractive and beautiful in them, get rid of them because it doesn't matter if it's too small for you or you don't like the color or like whatever. You're like, oh, I don't want to like donate my clothes. I I'm not saying literally throw them out, guys. I donate my clothes, by the way. But literally start investing in 
pieces that make you feel so confident in your own skin. I love pink. So I started buying a lot of pink clothes and black and white. And like, I just created like a, my own color palette. And I don't know why, but this literally makes me 10 times more confident when I'm wearing the colors and the fit of the clothes that I like. So that's a fun little interesting tip that I learned from my own experience. Another really good thing to do is to make a, a little list of all of the qualities that you love about yourself, like positive qualities that you want to have or that you already have. And that's going to help you identify like, what do you want to work on on yourself? What do you, what do you love about yourself already? What can you do? to become a better person. And like, that is such a good exercise. Honestly, I should probably do it more. I don't even do it that often, but it helps a lot, especially if you do it like while you're journaling once a week, every night, I don't know, whenever you want to do it. Reflecting is a huge part of confidence that I didn't think that was that important. I mean, it's kind of common sense. Like if you take time to reflect on who you are, like obviously you're going to think about the things you like about yourself, the things you can change and make better. Viewing yourself like that, like someone who can always improve, who is not a static thing you can change, like you can experience growth. You're not stuck with who you are right now if you don't like yourself. You can change your qualities and that is like a very beautiful thing and definitely helps you feel more comfortable in your own skin. Okay, another big thing is to realize that you're not alone. Everyone feels weird. Something that helped me a lot, a lot, a lot is in social situations. When I am at a party, let's say, let's say I go to parties, okay? When I'm at a party, um and I am like worried about what everybody's thinking about me at some event and I'm like oh my god I don't want to say anything weird I don't want to look weird I don't want anyone to look at me because I'm awkward I'm weird bleh I don't want to say the wrong thing I want to make friends but I feel weird all of these things I have learned to mute in my head because I've realized that everybody goes through the same emotions when you're in a gathering. And then that made me feel so much better because if you think about the fact that everybody is too focused on themselves to be worried about you, it makes you feel so much better. It makes you feel so much better about the situation. Like everyone's too focused on themselves. No one's going to remember that cringy thing I did. No one's going to remember that awkward comment that I made that no one laughed at. You know what I mean? Because everyone is too focused on themselves. And something else that I've like learned not to stress about is if it's not going to matter in like three months, it's not worth stressing over. You know what I mean? Like if it's not going to matter in a month, if it's not going to matter next week, do not stress over it because what is the point? Everyone's going to forget about it. Everyone's focused on themselves. Focus on you. The other thing is to set goals for yourself so that you know you're working towards something. It just helps you feel like, like I said before, like you're growing as a person. Take it one day at a time. I am a big picture thinker, you guys. So like I'm one of those people who like, I will constantly worry about the future, constantly worry about the big picture without thinking about everyday life and like what I've accomplished today. And like, honestly, that tears me down as a person. If you're someone who thinks big picture and you're constantly worried about the future, you're not taking time to realize how amazing you are in this moment. You're not taking time to appreciate what you're getting done today. And just the fact that you get out of bed and accomplish a few tasks towards your goals is enough. I promise you that is enough because over time, that is consistency, my friend, and consistency will always get you further than just like random waves of motivation, okay? So I know that it's hard to kind of think of things like that and be proud of yourself and take a moment to be proud. But oh my gosh, you need to take a moment to think about what you've done today and just be proud of yourself for even if you do like your self-care and that's it, you still did something today and that is something to be proud of. And as a big picture thinker, I always forget about the future and like 
it's just not productive to think that way. So definitely taking it one day at a time will help you feel more confident and help you love yourself even more. Swag. That sounded like a good quote. I'm going to put that on TikTok. That, that, those are all my tips for right now. I could do like a million episodes on confidence, but that's all I'm going to give you guys for right now. I think I'm going to answer some questions that were sent to me on, oh, sorry. I think I'm going to answer some questions that were sent to me on Snapchat for the funsies. Guys, go add me on Snap if you haven't already. My name is Nikki underscore Patton. Nikki has 1K. Don't be rude. Um, okay. Ooh, okay. Someone asked, how do you be confident in front of your crush? That is actually such a swag question. I feel like a lot of people struggle with this. I struggle with this. Oh, okay. I have a good answer for this. Something that I realized and I just switched my mindset around. I don't care how my crushes view me anymore or anyone for that fact. I feel like this matters with new friends and crushes, okay? When you're meeting new people or like even at like a job interview. This can apply to so many things. You need to switch your mindset from am I good enough for this person to are they good enough for me being in my amazing life that I've created for myself. When you think like that, you take the blame off of you. And if you're constantly worried like, oh, I'm being weird. I'm being awkward. Like you need to think about all the things that you're bringing to the table here. Like you're beautiful. You're dope. You're an amazing person. And if you don't think you are, you are. And if this person that you're worried about, like can't see that they're not the person for you in general, period. So you need to start thinking, are they good enough for me? Like, do they live up to my standards? And think about what standards you have. Like, actually set standards for yourself. This actually helps so much because then you're like, okay, let me see if they tick my boxes before I'm worried about if I'm too, if I'm good enough because I know I'm good enough. That literally goes for new friends, crushes, any sort of situation where you're meeting new people. Stop asking yourself if you're good enough because you already are good enough. You need to see if these people are going to fit into your life and your standards and be good enough for you. Oh, someone asked, is it okay to fake it till you make it? Y'all, I say this all the time. Fake it till you make it is the best freaking strategy, okay? You you should fake it till you make it because guess what? Confidence just come, doesn't, you don't wake up one day feeling confident. You have to work on it. You have to work on it. And the only way to work on it is to fake it till you make it. Wake up every day. And even if you don't feel good about yourself, tell yourself that you're beautiful. Tell yourself all the things you love about yourself. Act like you are the person that you want to be, that you're already the confident bad bits that you want to be because then you don't have to fake anything. One day, you're just going to be like, oh, I already am that person. And so faking until you make it works. Trust me on that. Ooh, okay. Someone asked, how do you be more confident at school? That is a great question. School is an environment where you're just surrounded in a bubble and you're being told like what is cool, what you should be doing, who, like this crowd you should be following. School is weird because once you get out of school, like I just graduated college and once you're out of it, you're like, oh my God, I could be my own person. I don't have to like follow anything. Like I never had to. But when you're in high school or in college, I feel like high school is more of the situation where middle school, high school, you're stuck in a bubble. And if you don't follow the norms, you're considered weird or like, I don't know. It's so strange. But you know, like that environment can make you feel less confident in yourself because you're not like the norm, which is like, by the way, all popular kids peak in high school, just saying. Obviously, that can take a toll on how you feel about yourself. So here's the thing you need to know. It is a bubble. And once you leave this bubble of high school, and you go into the real world, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, nobody cares about me. And not in like a sad, depressing way, but in like a freeing way. Like nobody cares what you're doing. Like everybody is so focused on themselves 
everyone goes a different way in life. Everyone has these extremely different paths and you're just going to be like, wow, I can be whoever I want to be. And if you realize that, that that's how life is going to be, if you realize that while you're in high school, you're going to feel so much more free because following the norms and following the trends is what everyone does. But if you are comfortable enough in your own skin to do what you think is cool, wear what you think is cool, not everyone is going to agree with you. And some people might label you as like weird or whatever. But like, honestly, those people are going to realize later on that they didn't have a personality and their whole personality is just following trends and trying to be popular. And like, once you realize that you're already free, then people are going to realize that later on, but you're already one step ahead. So that was really good advice. Mm, proud of that one. How to stop doubting your body. This is such a good question. I feel like body confidence is something that I did not really touch on in this episode yet because I could literally make a million episodes on confidence alone. Being confident in your body is something that I struggled with too. Like I, I feel like everybody is very overcritical about their body. And here's something you need to realize. It doesn't matter. It literally does not matter. What matters about you is your mind, your soul. What matters about you is who you are as a person, your sense of humor, your kindness, your like your funniness, like your wittiness, like all these traits about your personality will always matter 10 times more than your body. But I get it. I get it because I've been in the same exact situation where you overpick, like you nitpick things on your body and you're just like, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. I want you to think for a second. If you are overcritical about how you look, I want you to think for a second, where did you learn to be like that? When did you learn to hate things about you? When did you learn to hate things about yourself? And if you really ask yourself that, most likely your insecurities stem from somebody telling you that it doesn't look good or somebody like nitpicking things on you and then you started doing it about yourself or the media and like you're like, wow, I haven't seen things like this about myself ever represented. So I don't think it's normal and I don't think it looks good. That is not true. When you start labeling things on yourself as beautiful and you just stop listening to what society tells you is beautiful, that is how you stop doubting yourself and stop doubting the way you look. There has been one body type that has been perpetuated in society recently as beautiful. And you know what? There are so many different body types. So it's like, how are all these women and men, anybody really, meant to feel confident in themselves when they're not represented? Do you know what I mean? I want you to recognize that that insecurity came from somewhere. You were not born with it and you can relabel things on yourself as beautiful. It just takes a little bit of time to get used to, but like things that I used to hate about myself, like for example, like rolls on my stomach or something like that, I think are so cute now because I realize this is my only body that I get and I'm going to be kind to it. Your body is the only one that you get in life and so you better be kind to it because that body is working to keep you alive, is working to be strong for you and you need to be grateful and appreciative of that. There's been one type of body that's been told to us is beautiful and that is so damaging. We talk about this for literally days. So I think I'm going to end the podcast here. I think I could do an entire episode just answering confidence questions so let me know if you guys want to see that but for now i think we're gonna end it here i freaking love you guys and i love talking about confidence so let me know if you wanted more of this i hope you realize that this is a journey and as long as you're starting and making the effort to tell yourself you're beautiful every day and work on yourself you are headed in the right direction and you will get there eventually you are worthy of love 
You are worthy of happiness. You are worthy of amazing friendships and amazing relationships and people who don't doubt you and people who see the beauty in you. And I hope you recognize that. And if you haven't been told that or haven't realized that, I hope that me saying that now has made you realize that because you are. You are worthy of the most amazing, uplifting friendships and the most beautiful relationships with people who see your beauty. You are worthy of kind words. You are worthy of self-love. You are enough. I think that's a good note to end it on, so I'm just going to end it. I freaking love you guys, and I will talk to you in the next episode.